good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to my live stream. Uh, welcome to my podcast. Welcome. <clears throat> I'm coming to you uh, from uh, 12 miles east of uh, Los Angeles in California, obviously. Today's uh, Friday, February 1st, 2019. Let's thank the Lord for uh, living that long. It is uh, 9.52 in the a.m. Pacific Standard Time. So thank you, my good friends. Thank you for joining me, and welcome. Uh, let me introduce myself. Uh, my name is uh, Andre Lefevre. Andre Lefevre. I am an independent citizen journalist. My website is wildnews.us. And I like to mouth off on things political, things cultural, things um, interesting. And we are going to talk about the new Star of David today, uh, among other um, things, among other news uh, of the day. Um, if you want to take a look at this uh, picture, uh, this is a picture of German Jews of 1930s. Nazis, uh, as you probably know, put a uh, yellow Star of David, it was a badge, obviously this uh, particular photograph was colorized, so uh, they will be uh, shunned by the rest of the German population. Wearing a yellow Star of David, the badge, by the Jews it was mandated by the Nazi government, meant that uh, Jews could not go to the restaurants, uh, they could be attacked by the roving bands uh, of thugs, and they were subhumans. Uh, one thing, if you look at every one of those uh, uh, people, uh, well-dressed, intelligent faces, I don't know when this picture was taken, who these people are, but I can say with certainty, 99.99 certainty that they were uh, killed, that the German Nazi have killed them. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry to report you that our country is going the same direction. We have a new Star of David in the United States of America. And that is a MAGA hat. Uh, hail Maxine Waters! If you see somebody wearing a MAGA hat, create a crowd around this person and shun them from the society. Hail! Hail Nancy Maxine Waters! Nancy! Nancy Pelosi, hail Nancy Pelosi, who supports the same shit. We have um, Chris uh, Chuck Schumer, hail Chuck Schumer, no compromise with MAGA people. MAGA people are immoral. Hail, uh, uh, hail Governor of uh, of Virginia. Let's euthanize the children who are born deformed after they're born. That's what Nazi did. Nazi emptied um, all the insane asy asylums, and they euthanized. They killed all the people that were born deformed. They did not conform to their standard. And then they decided that the standard wa was blue hair, blue eyes, and fair skin. So they started killing off everybody who wasn't blue, blonde hair, blue eyes, and fair skins. This is the progression of the philosophy that the more modern hard left that the modern Democrat Nazi party follows. Hail Maxine Waters! Hail Chuck Schumer! Hail uh, Democrat leaders! This is where, uh, this is the direction we're going. Uh, Jews were not allowed in 1930s uh, to enter restaurants patronized by, uh, by, uh, by ethnic Germans. Alright, let's take a look at what's going on in San Francisco. The hard-left Nazi capital of the United States. This is a story from the local Fox 5. San Francisco restaurant area restaurant bands make America great hats compared to white hoods and swastikas. Well guess what? Nazis when, uh, when, they were, when they were killing Jews said we Germans are victims of Jews and Gypsies. Jews and Gypsies are evil therefore they need to be killed. Same MFing argument we hear from the hard-left Democrats. San Francisco area restaurant bands make America uh, great again. Let me go back to this. This is uh, the new, MAGA hat is the new yellow star of David for the modern-day Democrat Nazi. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. 
San, San Mateo, California, Associated Press. An award-winning cookbook author and California restaurant owner says anyone wearing red Make America Great uh, baseball cap will be refused service at his restaurant. Uh, Jay Kenji Lopez-Alt is a, a chef partner in a Westhall restaurant in San Mateo, says a tweet Sunday that he will view the hats as a symbol of intolerance and hate. Exactly the arguments that Nazis use against Jews. Nazis made up a story that Jews and gypsies hated uh, 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 Northern Europeans, and therefore Jews and gypsies were gassed. So hail Kenji Lopez-Alt. Hail Führer. Hail uh, Führer Kenji. Moving on. Moving on. I'm just starting this. Uh, going to the next story. Uh, again, German Nazis in 1930s have banned Jews and gypsies and undesirables from the polite society. This is a bright by Bart story. Guess what the hard left Nazis are doing in the United States? Financial blacklisting. NewsGuard advises advertisers to avoid pro-Trump media. Again, we, the MAGA people, free-loving people, we are wearing virtual Star of David, and modern-day Star of David is a MAGA hat. This is exactly what Nazis were doing in 1930s, and we know how that ended. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. NewsGuard, the news filtering uh, browser extension recently partnered with Microsoft, run by neoconservatives, Obama Clinton alumni, and other assorted uh, Trump uh, haters has uh, advised advertisers to withdraw their business from websites in its blacklist of uh, unreliable news websites, a list that includes Bright Bright News, Drudge Report, and Daily Mail. Well, hail, uh, hail, uh, Hail Microsoft, the Nazi Microsoft. Hail uh, Fuhrer Clinton. Hail. Hail modern-day Nazis. Moving on. Now, as we all uh, know, the Virginia attempted to pa pass a law which would uh, make it legal to kill babies if they were born, if the doctors and the mother decided that they don't want to live after birth. So this is a story from uh, newsleader.com. Uh, let me read you this story. Failed Virginia late-term uh, abortion bill sparks a GOP fewer far and wide. Thank God there are still politicians on our side <coughs> who understand the horror of the Nazi far left. Let me read you the couple of paragraphs. Richmond, Virginia, uh, Dateline. President Donald Trump, Republican lawmakers in Virginia and conservatives across the country attack Governor Ralph Northam. By the way, hail, Fuhrer Northam, hail, hail. Um, attack Governor Ralph Northam uh, and other state Democrats on Wednesday after they uh, defended a failed bill that sought to reduce restrictions on late-term abortions. No, he didn't. He, he didn't do that. That bill, thank God, it failed so far. Made it legal, would have made it legal to kill babies after their birth. And decision would have, uh, simply, this, that bill would have made uh, legal for the mother and the doctor to conspire to commit a first-degree murder. And that would have been legal under that bill. So thank God there was a big uh, fear about this. Now, I think, ladies and gents, it is uh, the time for pussyfooting is over. I am going to declare something. Let me go back to this, uh, to this thing. I'm going to declare something, and I may sound flip, but I'm 100% I am 100% serious when I say that. The area within my arms reach around me and the weapons that I own around me is a uh, sanctuary area for any, any child. And I pledge in front of you, ladies and gentlemen, I pledge 
that even if in my presence any Democrat Nazi tries to murder a baby, let me repeat that, if any Democrat Nazi in my presence attempts to murder a baby, they will have to go through me first, they'll have to kill me first. And I urge every man in the United States adopt that attitude. If, again, area around me that I can reach, and it's not that big, but it's big enough, <clears throat> that I can physically protect any Democrat Nazi, hard left Nazi, abortion Nazi, tries to murder a baby in my presence, they will have to kill me first to get to that human being. I am fed up with the Nazis running our country. They finally, finally showed their faces. They want to uh, shun the regular people, the moral people, people like you and I that want to shun us from the society. What do you think the next step is? Do you think they will be just content if we don't <coughs> don't shop uh, at the stores where they shop? Do you think they'll be content if we don't go to the restaurants that we uh, go? Do you think they'll be content just by killing our babies? You know, Jews in the 1930s did not think they will go to the gas chambers and go to the crematoria afterwards. Guess what? They did. Let me go back to that uh, picture that I had up here. Every one of those Jews in 1930s were hoping, were hoping against hope that they will stay alive. But all of them were gassed and killed. Do you think the today's Maxine Waters, Nancy Pelosi's, Clinton's, and their hard left cohorts are gonna are gonna be content just to make us politically irrelevant? Listen to their speeches. Listen to the hate that's coming out of their speeches, where people of Northern uh, European descent are evil. The male, masculine male, males are evil. What do you do with evil? Logically, you destroy it. That's what Germans were talking about, gypsies and Jews and other undesirables. Killing babies, according to the hard left, is okay if they are deformed. That's what Nazis did to babies in 1930s. That is pure evil. I'm not advocating violence, but ladies and gents, we came to a Rubicon. We came to a Rubicon in the United States. Uh, the people, <coughs> excuse me, who run our culture, and people who run our bureaucracies, have stepped over a line because they support they support those purely Nazi tactics of the hard Democrat left. Ladies and gentlemen, we cannot just put our hope in Donald, uh, in, in Donald Trump and one chamber of uh, our legislature. This is the time where you uh, think very carefully what you are going to do when they're going to come for your baby, when your wife once delivers a baby and a Nazi Democrat doctor wants to kill it just because it doesn't look the way it's supposed to look. You think I'm kidding? You think I'm exaggerating? Think twice. Slippery slope? It's a hell of a slippery slope. Remember what uh, the Democrat Nazi legislature of New York did when they passed the late abortion bill? Where a woman could terminate, kill her baby in her womb up to the point where she's just about to give birth? just by saying that um, she is psychologically distressed about that. There is a progression upon which this evil ideology of the hard left, hard Nazi left goes. It's okay, according to them, to treat people worse than pets, worse than um, farm animals. To them, we, especially us, the MAGA people, are evil, and we should be done away with. Moving on. Let me switch gears a little bit, because there are more, um, there, there are more stories about this. Uh, not all the news are bad, at least um, Donald Trump 
is not an absolute um, an absolute disappointment uh, as he was uh, <coughs> uh, to me at least uh, after he came in uh, then on uh, on the border wall uh, his uh, closest advisor uh, in the past and a friend for 30 40 50 years Roger Stone was arrested in a military raid. Uh, I think 27 uh, armed to the teeth thugs of the FBI came to the door to arrest an unarmed man. Well, his uh, uh, his wife was upstairs. There was a helicopter ahead, and there were a bunch of armored vehicles. Well, uh, this is not a standard way the way you arrest white 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 collar criminals. So Daily Caller article, uh, President Trump, uh, pr exclusive Trump considers reviewing FBI policies after Stone raid. And I'm going to read you two paragraphs. President Donald Trump is considering asking the FBI to review its policies after the agency highly publicized militarized raid on the home of longtime Trump associates Roger Stone early Friday morning. Um, no shit. How do you spell police state? How do you spell police state? We have uh, uh, we have four or five uh, officers died. Uh, what, what was it? New Mexico or, or or Arizona or Texas? I can't remember right off the head because there was not enough of them trying to uh, do a drug raid. They could have used those twenty-seven uh, FBI thugs uh, to help them out. Instead. Instead, they arrested Roger Stone. And guess what? Roger Stone, Paul Manafort, and everybody else uh, that's been arrested uh, in connections with Mueller probes are officially, are officially political prisoners. Because the only, only reason they're being prosecuted uh, is because they support MAGA. Because they support, they support, uh, they, uh, they support Donald Trump. That is the only uh, the only reason they got arrested. I hope Roger Stone uh, talk and he'll walk the walk. I feel really bad for the man. I've a lot not known personally, obviously. I feel really bad for the man that the, uh, he is being <coughs> run out of the society. Uh, he is being uh, he has to spend his last dime on the um, on the lawyers, and he's facing a jail till the rest of his life. Uh, for an imaginary crime of uh, lying uh, to somebody. And guess what? Who decides whether he lied or not? The thugs uh, of uh, Mueller investigation. And it looks like those Nazis are running to Washington, D.C. The true Fuhrer, Fuhrer Bob Mueller, who doesn't seem to be answerable neither to the courts nor to the president nor uh, to the legislature. He is, he is Nazi Fuhrer Robert Mueller. He can send FBI thugs at his will to arrest an unarmed uh, man and, uh, and rough him up. He did the same thing to Paul Manafort. There is no reason to complain about it. It just, ladies and gents, the Rubicon has been crossed. We are officially living in the police state. So, ladies and gentlemen, whatever you do, it's up to you. I'm not gonna. I'm, I'm not gonna call for anything. <clears throat> but when you live in a police state, you make different decisions. When you make, when you live in a free society, the United States is no longer a free society. We live in a police state. If you ever wondered what it feels like uh, to live in uh, uh, in uh, Nazi Germany, circa 1933, 1934, 1935, 1936, enjoy what's happening to us right now. That's how the loss of freedom was progressing. Moving on to the next story. Um, let's see here. Again, there is some good, uh, good news, but um, a little bit too late. If you remember, uh, Ron Paul is one of my, one of my favorite uh, politicians. Um, I mean, Rand Paul, one of my favorite politicians. He's not quite as libertarian as his father Ron, but uh, he was beat up severely by a deranged lefty next door, uh, next door neighbor. Well, thank God, um, 
thank God that, that uh, Rand Paul decided to sue. Uh, this is from Herod Leader. Uh, apparently he won, um, let me read the paragraphs. He, uh, he sued uh, the man who broke his ribs and beat him up just because uh, Rand Paul does not believe in the hard left Nazi ideology about a year ago. Here are a couple of paragraphs. I'm going to read them to you. How much should it cost to tackle a U.S. senator and break half a dozen of his ribs? Question mark. That's the question at issue in a trial that got underway Monday in the circuit court in the Bowling Green uh, below Judge Tyler. And uh, let's see here. Paul is seeking for damage. I think that's what he won. Bocher, the, the man that, that uh, assaulted uh, uh, the senator, pleaded guilty in federal court to assaulting Paul. He served 30 days in jail, paid a $10,000 fine, performed 100 hours of community service, according to his attorney. However, federal prosecutors are pushing for a longer sentence for him. Advisory federal guidelines call for a sentence at least 21 months. And I don't even think that is enough. Attacking a U.S. Senator out of the blue for political reasons. Um, 30 days in jail. Uh, you know what? I don't see uh, the amount that um, uh, that Rand Paul won. Uh, this may be an older story that I had. I believe it was almost $600,000. He won. And I don't think that's enough. I don't think that's enough. Don't think that's enough for breaking... <coughs> for attacking a sitting U.S. Senator and breaking his ribs out of the blue on his front lawn. Moving on. Here is uh, an interesting story that um, that um, oh, that comports with the theme of this podcast, of this um, uh, of this periscope. Uh, let's load it. This is from a UPI. Uh, this is a consumer reports. Here's the headline. Consumer reports finds heavy metals in fruit, ju in fruit juices. And remember most of those uh, products are um, are mass produced. The food is mass produced by the large uh, corpor uh, corporations who hold uh, Nazi lefty Democrat ideas very close to her. Uh, corporate left and the political left and Democrat Party is one and the same. Um, January 30, uh, UPI. Uh, testing by, I'm reading you the story. Testing by Consumer Reports reveals <coughs> concerning levels of arsenic and lead in addition to unhealthy levels of sugar according to a report published Wednesday. A consumer report said half of the 45 brand name apple, grape, and uh, pear juices uh, it tested have high levels of metal suggesting parents should give their children less of the berries. How about none? Because uh, drinking those heavy metals uh, leads to retardation. And I have some anecdotal uh, evidence uh, from uh, my family who work in the special ed departments for the public schools is that there's a market increase in uh, uh, kids with uh, learning disabilities and severe disabilities. Um, I am convinced that this is not a random thing. It's not that hard for a large corporation, especially supervised by um, U.S. Uh, Drug and Food Administration, to uh, make sure that those products are heavy metal free, yet they're there. That they're there. The big question is why? In my speculation, and I'm convinced it's true even though I don't have any hard facts, that, that this is an attempt by hard Nazi left to dumb down our children. So they'll be compliant Democrat uh, voters. You think I'm kidding? Just think about um, uh, the, the hard left attempt to replace us, the middle class. <clears throat> with the compliant uh, pet-like uh, illegal immigrants that they keep like pets so they can vote them and stay in power. I don't think that's uh, far-fetched at all. Uh, moving on.
Um, I, uh, this is uh, about Melania Trump. Um, it is, uh, she has not been much in the news, and of course the, uh, uh, the uh, corporate control media doesn't write much about her, and only writes negative stuff, and for uh, many reasons independent uh, voices like my own and uh, other free uh, citizen journalists um, don't write much about her because she's simply in the news. I found this interesting uh, story in therawstory.com. <clears throat> it is somewhat negative about her, but just stay with me. Uh, it's worth uh, it's worth looking at. Raw story uh, headline: Melania Trump hates criticism so much she is suing over anything she deems unfair. A report. I think. Let me translate that into English. If you lie about Melania Trump, she is going to sue the crap out of you. That's what the uh, uh, that's what the headline should have read. Uh, and this is not a very complimentary picture of Melania Trump, who is absolutely a beautiful woman in her own right. Uh, let me read you a couple of paragraphs. While the press often criticizes those in public in the public eye, First Lady Melania Trump is not uh, sitting idly while uh, headlines speculate about her life. <coughs> in a report, the Washington Post explained, excuse me, uh, how the Trump uh, uh, has taken unprecedented actions against the media in her role as the First Lady. Um, quote, but there is one thing that no First Lady until Melania Trump has done uh, in response to wildly negative and untruthful stories. So the publication, the report said. Stephanie Grisham, Trump's spokeswoman, said that Grisham, that Trump does not want lies swirling around her life. Her reasoning is pretty simple. She wouldn't stand for people Written lines about her, Grisham told the Post. It's irresponsible and reckless. The media outlets should be held accountable when they uh, profit over the truth. So far, the First Lady has won settlements against three politicians. A British outlet Telegraph issued a statement of apology to Trump. In 2016, she won a settlement with Daily Mail. She also won a settlement against the Maryland blogger. Well, more power to Melania. She doesn't come from wealth. She doesn't come from uh, from people who are afraid of power. She comes from from Slovenia, I believe, part of the Balkans. Um, I understand their culture very well. This is the part of the world where I was born. I was born in uh, in Moscow, USSR back then, and uh, people out there don't like being insulted. A matter of fact, people in Central and Eastern Europe, the ones that at one time were part of the Warsaw Bloc, for some reason that I cannot explain, the cultural reason, have retained their pride. And they're willing to go out of the way to protect themselves. Unlike the Western Europeans and, and many, many, many Americans who refuse to protect themselves. And I don't understand why. And I think when you start um, attacking Melania Trump, who was a hugely successful model and a very wealthy person before she met Trump and married him, you're asking for trouble. So I say, Melania, I am glad you're doing it. You're doing it for, uh, 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 for all of us, actually. Moving on, the next story. <coughs> Let's go back. And talking about the American police state. This is not uh, an exaggeration. Uh, on Sunday, on Sunday, we're going to have a uh, huge, huge event happening in the United States that happens every year, and it's as big as any other holiday, probably even bigger. It's called it's called Super Bowl. Um. This is a uh, story from uh, nextgov.com, and let me uh, read you the headline. While you're watching Super Bowl, oops, go back. Uh, it just clicked, uh, clicked on the wrong headline. Here we go. While you're watching Super Bowl, um, DHS and Atlanta will be watching you. Uh, let me read you a few paragraphs. 
Federal and local law enforcement are combining efforts and technology assets to secure the biggest sport event of the year. On Sunday, two teams and hundreds of thousands of fans will descend on Atlanta, Georgia for the 53rd Super Bowl. Those are players and fans will be protected by some 600 employees of Homeland Security Department and host of technology provided by the city and federal government. What uh, will, uh, will happen is there will be helicopters in the air with the face recognition programs and virtually everyone who will attend the, the Super Bowl will be face printed and identified. This is the police state tactics that were practiced on Super Bowl since before 9-11 actually. And the reason I'm saying so um, is because uh, I found an old story in Motherboard and this story is a couple of couple of years old and let me see if I can load it quickly. Apparently, uh, and uh, we're going to see this in a second, uh, it's going to load, it's a motherboard story. Uh, this story is um, from February 7, 2016. Uh, that time, uh, let me just go back here. Uh, that time, uh, the Super Bowl secretly used facial recognition software on fans. In pre-9-11, in pre pre-Snowden America, it was still far-fetched idea. Let me read you a couple, a couple of paragraphs. Fifteen years ago, and actually, uh, and that was written in, uh, in uh, 2016. And, uh, Fifteen years ago, 100,000 uh, uh, 100, football fans uh, streamed into Raymond James Stadium in Tampa for Super Bowl. Uh, 35. They would uh, witness the wild card Ravens handily defeat the Giants. <coughs> Taking a halftime show that featured NSYNC and Aerosmith and have their faces digitally scanned. Analyze, cross reference with database of wanted and suspected criminals. They uh, didn't know uh, about that last part until after the fact. A few days after the game, thanks to the news media, the American Civil Liberties Union word got out that the Super Bowl had been testing grounds for the new facial recognition software and that mapped out and cataloged the facial features of everyone in attendance. The ACLU and many members of the public were disturbed. Uh, uh, the quote, facial recognition was a very new untested technology and was still kind of uh, science fiction, he said James Stanley, a senior policy analyst at ACLU. <coughs> Excuse me. Stanley wasn't yet at the ACLU at the time, but he subsequently penned a report of law enforcement use of facial recognition technology. Um, so, you know, it started a long time ago. 9-11, um, if you're a thinking person, was a black flag operation just to uh, free the hands of uh, the deep state people who want to control us, uh, to erode our privacy, to be able to put in a um, facial recognition system, uh, to collect uh, everything in anything we do, write, say, or gesture, or create, keep it in a database so they can use it, uh, they can use it against us uh, eventually. And you can call it a conspiracy theory, but here you go. Why would they want to scan? So, if you go to Super Bowl, and probably nowadays to any ball game, keep in mind, you will be face scanned, identified, and every millisecond of uh, every moment that you're at the stadium will be recorded and watched. Are you comfortable with that? Uh, talking more about privacy, this time it's about uh, Jeff Bezos's uh, Amazon. Uh, the um, hail fewer Bezos, who uh, puts uh, armbands on his uh, employees, and if an employee goes or does something he don't like, the armband starts uh, vibrating. Yeah, you want to work for a company like that that puts armbands on you, and if um, AI does decides you don't. <clears throat> do with your um, arms and hands what you want. The sons of bitches starts uh, vibrating on you. 
how soon there will be an electric shock. Just a thought. Uh, here is a here is a story uh, from uh, TechCrunch, and this is uh, fairly recent, 19 hours ago actually. Amazon barely, transpar uh, barely transparent uh, transparency reports on what gets more OPEC. Uh, let me read you a couple of paragraphs. Amazon posted its biannual report Tuesday detailing the number of garment data demands it received. The number themselves are unre unremarkable. Neither uh, spike nor failing the second half of the year compared with first half. The number of subpoenas, search warrants, and other court orders totaled uh, 1736 for the duration, down slightly on the previous report. Amazon still does not uh, break out demands for uh, e ECHP data, but uh, does with Amazon Web Common. A uh, total of 175 requests, down from uh, 250, uh, 253 requests. But here is the, uh, um, the important paragraph. But noticeably absent compared to earlier reports was how many requests the company received to remove data from its service. In its first half report, the retail and cloud gen said that among other demands it gets, it may receive court orders that might demand Amazon remove user content or account. Amazon uh, used to report the request separately in its report. Um, the only way you can uh, interpret this is that Amazon doesn't want to remove them. It is an open uh, information that Amazon contracts with CIE to store da data. And uh, there is a suspicion, and it's more than a suspicion, there is a theory that uh, all of those uh, silicon tech giants are uh, actually were created not to serve the public. Uh, the reason they serve the public, like uh, like Amazon, Google, um, Facebook, um, Twitter, they serve the, uh, the public for only one reason, to collect information about us. Again, Jeff Bezos has contract uh, with CIA to store and collect information. It's not a secret. <coughs> so, whether you have a court order to remove uh, your data from Amazon, don't have a court order to remove from Amazon, do you think they're really going to remove it? You still don't think you live in a police state? Okay. Moving on. This is actually an interesting story, and uh, I think even though whoever wrote the story doesn't really uh, understand the potential and applications of it, and that's about an AI uh, replacing uh, white-collar employees. Uh, it's from Wall Street. Uh, it's Wall Street Journal. And uh, here's uh, here's the headline: White-collar robots are coming for jobs. In combination of uh, uh, AI and globalization, could reshape the work uh, workforce like nothing we've seen before. Richard Baldwin, professor of International Economics at Graduate Institute Geneva explains. Uh, Amelia, I'm going to read you a few paragraphs and then I'm going to make some comments. Amelia works at uh, the online. Uh, Amelia works at the online and phone, in help desk for Swedish bank CEB. Blonde and blue-eyed, she has a confident uh, bearing, uh, softened by a slightly self-conscious smile. Amelia also works in London for the borough of Enfield and Zurich for U UBS. And did I mention that Amelia uh, can memorize a 300-page uh, manual in 30 seconds, speak 20 languages, and handle thousands of calls simultaneously? Um, Amelia, if you read the whole article, and I suggest go on it and, um, and read it, is an AI, so she can be whatever her employees want it to be. And according to the uh, to this person who wrote it, um, you know the professorial type, Richard Baldwin, uh, this is a menace to the corporate employees. But I think this is just a very limited way of looking at a situation like that. Uh, those uh, AIs that are capable of doing a specific job are an absolute treasure for a small businessman uh, who wants to run one one person operation. As they progress, a small businessman that works out of his garage uh, has a small construction company, has an internet uh, business of some kind where he sells things, 
simply cannot afford to hire a receptionist or hire somebody to do the bookings uh, for him and do some basic research. This person needs to do it all by himself. As AIs progress, he'll be able to, uh, to buy a software which will allow a person like that, allow him to uh, be more productive. And rather than uh, reduce amount of white collar jobs, actually uh, that type of AIs will increase possibility for people going into business for themselves and actually successfully competing against the large companies. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, it was thought that internet and automation in 1990s, in late 90s, will, uh, will uh, absolutely destroy the business. Guess what happened? Internet and automation and some very, very rudimentary AI, <coughs> like uh, computerized word processors, started putting the corporate controlled uh, media, corporate controlled publishers out of business because it allowed small guys, uh, independent reporters, independent writers, independent publishers to, uh, uh, to be thrive. If uh, before the internet came about, there were two or three uh, giant publishers left uh, in the United States centered in, the, in New York City that uh, really didn't have much competition, when the uh, uh, book or print-on-demand technology came in, that instead of forcing uh, publishers uh, uh, printing thousands and hundreds of thousands of books at a time to help the cost low. <clears throat> now anybody can self-publish and then uh, print the books on demand through multitude of services and the cost of printing a book on demand is not that much different from making a large run. So it has created hundreds of thousands of publishers and as a matter of fact we went back to the situations that existed at the heyday of laser fare uh, economics in the United States in the 19th century where any writers like Mark Twain for instance could publish his own book and uh, make a lot of money on it. So I think it's a absolutely great development <coughs> that um, uh, AIs are progressing to the point that I actually can do a job of a uh, uh, administrative assistant or a secretary which allows a person like you and I to, to start our own business or to expand our own business without spending money or on, um, on human help. And more and more people will be able to go in their business and rather than to be dependent wage slaves uh, working in a cubicle for some, uh, some, uh, some fascist uh, corporation, and I'm not mincing words, they'll be able to work them, uh, for themselves in the, in the privacy of their own home. Uh, moving on. Uh, this story is from Consortium News, uh, and um, let's go to uh, let let uh, let's go to Venezuela for a second. Uh, excuse me. Uh, this is from Consortium uh, Consortium News. The headline: uh, Making Juan. Guaido, U.S. regime change liberator, created Venezuela coup leader. And uh, don't think for a second that the, uh, uh, the bullcrap that's going on in Venezuela uh, is organic. It was artificially created by our uh, uh, military-industrial complex. So they simply could put their, their hands on the uh, oil and uh, money of Venezuela. Let me read you a few paragraphs. Before the fateful date, January 22nd, fewer than one in five Venezuelans had heard of Juan Guaido. Only a few months ago, the 35-year-old <coughs> was an obscure character in a politically marginal far-right uh, group closely associated with uh, gruesome acts of street violence. Excuse me. Even in his own party, Guaido had been a mid-level figure in the opposition-dominated uh, National Assembly, which is now held under contempt according to Venezuela's constitution. Uh, but uh, uh, after a single phone call from the U.S. President Mike Pence, Guaido proclaimed himself a president of Venezuela, anointed as a leader of his uh, country by Washington, 
a previously unknown political uh, bottom dweller was uh, vaulted into the international stage as the U.S. selected leader of the nation with the world largest reserve, uh, oil reserves. Uh, echoing in Washington um, consensus, the New York Times uh, uh, editorial board hailed uh, Guaido as a credible rival to President Nicolas Maduro with a refreshing style and vision to taking the uh, uh, country forward. Well, uh, look, uh, look up this article. Uh, it is very, very, very interesting. Basically, uh, it is obvious that Guaido is a U.S. intelligence uh, asset, probably CIA. Uh, he studied in, um, in George, uh, George Washington uh, University in Washington, D.C., and he was groomed for many, many years just to do just that to be an uh, agent of the American military-industrial uh, complex uh, in Venezuela. And uh, he wasn't elected. It, it, we're witnessing a simple coup d'etat, very similar to what happened in Ukraine a few years ago. Moving on. Now, our neocons have not abandoned uh, the desire of the um, of the endless and very profitable for them war <coughs> in the, in the Middle East. And I don't know if you noticed. As soon as uh, George H. Bush, uh, George Senior, became the president in uh, uh, in uh, two thousand, uh, I'm sorry, in uh, nineteen ninety eight. Um, the war, uh, the war in the Middle East started. Then it sort of died down after he was voted out in uh, 1992. And then when his son, Bush Younger, became president, all of a sudden uh, the um, towers got blown up in, uh, in New York. And under that pretext, we started another, um, another endless war in the, um, in the Middle East. Those wars are extremely profitable for the, for the defense contractors. Because they're used, because they're using old technology to manufacture them, doesn't cost very much, and of course those defense contractors charge us, the American taxpayers, arm and a leg for them. Uh, this is from Reuters uh, headline: Senator uh, rebukes Trump, advances measure on Syria troops, uh, deadline Washington. In a rebuke of President Donald Trump, the Republican-led U.S. Senate advanced largest symbolic legislation on Thursday opposing plans for any abrupt withdrawal of troops from Syria and Afghanistan. Well, you know, it's, it's obvious why. If they, uh, if uh, U.S. military presence will end in Syria and Afghanistan, so will the profits for the military-industrial complex. It's not a complicated thing. Forget the rhetoric. It's all about profits. Uh, let's see. Before I go, let's go over the, uh, the news as uh, other uh, people uh, think it is. Uh, this, I am on Donald Trump's Twitter. Let's see what Donald Trump thinks. Uh, jobs, 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 jobs. U.S. created 304 jobs in January um, versus 170,000 expected. So uh, 304,000 were expected. And uh, this is, a, he uh, retweeted an article for CNBC.com. Uh, best January for the Dow over 30 years. We have by far the strongest economy in the world. Um, so he is pushing his economic success, which means that the wall is not being built. Otherwise, he'd be pushing the wall. Not the, uh, uh, the wall. What else did he um, tweet? After 18 long years, Syria was loaded with ISIS until I came along. We will soon have uh, destroyed 100% of the caliphate, but we'll be watching them closely. It is now time to start coming home after many years spending our money wisely. Certain people uh, must get smart. I think this is a jab at the Senate, the rhinos, who passed that resolution. Um, more about Syria and Afghanistan. I don't see anything about the war. So, which tells me um, he really 
New Orleans not be his priority. It may be priority for us, people that uh, hire them to do what he does, but it is obvious that Trump doesn't have priority for the wall. Okay, this is, um, uh, let's see what Drudge thinks uh, is news. Uh, Democrats, this is the head of Democrats, tax reach at 90% Drudge report. Okay, that's what Drudge thinks is the news. Um, the major story for today. Let's go to, um, Let's go to New York Times. What does New York Times think the lead story is? And New York Times thinks that Trump calls border talks a waste of time and dismisses uh, investigation. Uh, President Trump said in an interview with the Times that he would most likely proceed on the border wall without lawmakers. When talks end in, in two weeks, he also suggests any, dismiss any suggestions of wrongdoing in the investigation that have ensnared his associates. <clears throat> so um, it's obvious that Democrat Party is worried about him actually building the wall because uh, Democrat want open borders so they can replace us, the American middle class, with the compliant illegal voters who come illegally from down south, from uh, Latin America. So they can pack the voting rolls and they can um, stay in power indefinitely. What Democrat Nazis are doing actively right now is replacing us, the American middle class, with the illegal immigrants, illegal Democrat voters, because they get voted legally or illegally. I mean, I saw stats, I talked about it yesterday in um, Los Angeles County, <coughs> where I work. They found that. Uh, uh, 144% registrations, uh, which meant that uh, it was 44% more than uh, eligible voters, American voters in the county. You know, let's say there were 100 eligible voters, well, 144 were registered. Who do you think those extra 44% were? Yeah, people that came uh, over on Garden Border, that's who. Um, Washington Post. Uh, what do they think the uh, major story is? U.S. to pull out of nuclear arms control treaty with Russia. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo said Trump administration was withdrawing from Cold War agreement on the ground that Russian relations render it moot. Well, military industrial complex wants more money to develop weaponry. That, that's how I translate it. Um, let me. Um, let me let me go to my own website, uh, wildnews.us. Um, uh, <coughs> let it load just for a second. When I uh, here we go. Uh, this is my website, wildnews.us. Check it out. If you want to contact me for one reason or another, uh, just go to the contact info. All my information is um, uh, is there on. The, on the contact info tab. Uh, my phone number is there, but unless you know me personally, <coughs> email me first. Uh, I'm a true citizen uh, journalist. Uh, I don't get paid for this. I need to go back to work. I took an hour and a half uh, to do this uh, Periscope, to do this podcast, uh, to do this live stream. Uh, I want to thank you for joining me. I appreciate it a lot more than I can ever express in words. Uh, have a wonderful day. God bless you and have a blessed day. God bless you.